0: Coming to you from Raleigh, North Carolina, and across the sandy beaches of the Carolina coast, take warning this is Kaniac Sessions. Kaniac Sessions. Providing you with in depth coverage of your Carolina hurricanes. And now, let's get on to the
1: session with your
0: host, Griff and AB. Hello, out
1: there, Kaniac Nation. Thanks for joining us for session 24 of Caniac Sessions. I'm Griff, and today we are going to send you guys over to a nice little collaboration we did with Brandon from The Warning Take, AV and I, and Sam and Sam from The Caniac Report. We sat down and just had a nice, long, general discussion about the team, some of the hot topics around the team, and some predictions, uh, and just general thoughts. It was a lot of fun. A lot of good stuff came out of it. So without wasting any time, we're going to go ahead and get you over to that. But first things first, we're brought to you by DraftKings. As a member of THPN, that's the Hockey Podcast Network. Sports gambling is very, very close to coming to North Carolina. Just here, maybe within the next couple days or month or so. So to prepare for that, go ahead and download DraftKings Sportsbook. Use promo code THPN when doing so to score some bonus bets. Uh, Kaniak Sessions is also a promotional partner with SeatGeek. Uh, get on SeatGeek, www.seatgeek.com. Sign up for the first time when you purchase tickets to any sporting event, concert, or whatever it is. Use promo code Kaniak Sessions. That's one word, no space between Kaniak and Sessions. And you can get $20 off your first purchase. So take advantage of that. Use it. It helps us. It helps you. helps SeatGeek. We strongly encourage you to do that. Um, <clears throat> also, before we get over to our collaboration with Brandon and the Sams, <clears throat> we're going to take a second and hear from our sponsor. You're listening to Caniac Sessions. We know hockey games move fast, but with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you can score faster than anything happening on the ice. This week, New customers can bet 5 bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app with code THPN. New customers bet just 5 bucks on the NHL and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877 877- 8 hope NY or text hope NY 467369 In Connecticut help is available for problem gambling call 888 789 7777 or visit ccpg.org Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas 21+ plus age varies by jurisdiction Void in Ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2024. All rights reserved. All right. So thanks for bearing with me through that. But we are going to get you over to this collaboration. Hope you guys enjoy it. Stay for the entire length. I know it's a little bit long, but it's very good, very informative. Um, And I think, uh, yeah, I think you'll like it. So let's get over to that now. All right, everybody out there, we are going to do what I have decided to call a Kaniac. Wait, what did I call it? A Kaniac collaboration. (laughs) I like that. does that sound stupid? I don't know. No, me- I like
0: meeting that.
2: Meeting of the
1: minds. Me- okay. That's, <laughs> that'll work, too. Um. <laughs> anyway, so what we have here is we've got AB and I from yep. Caniac Sessions. We've got Sam Driscoll and Sam Wallace from the Caniac Report. Hey, guys. And we've got... Hello. Sorry to interrupt you there. I want to say hello again. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> What's and up? then we've got uh, Brandon from the warning take. So hi. you can say <laughs> something.
0: Oh, I can. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I'll,
1: I'll, I'll say hi to start. Well, we're off to a great start here <clears throat> anyway. So what we decided to do is we just come together and uh, just talk about the team. I'm sure if you listen to one of us, you probably listen to all of us. So, um, Now you can just listen to one (laughs) for this time and then uh, go back to all three. But uh, I'm looking forward to this. This is going to be a lot of fun. So let's just start it off. What are are we going to talk about? The team, right? So last night, lost in overtime to the Blues. I don't really know how I felt about that game. I guess they played well. But I will say this, and we can just start off with this because it's so, uh, to me, it's very relevant right now. The Canes have not figured out how to be consistent on the shootout. Uh, when they dropped to St. Louis last night in the shootout. A lot of people were questioning the lineup that Rod threw on the ice. I mean, I'm just going to open it up here. What do you guys think?
2: Well, I've criticized Rod probably the most out of anybody here. Um, so I'll do it again. <laughs> uh <laughs> I have thought his shootout choices this season has been malpractice at the very least. Oh. Um, Okay. I I think the most recent... So not this one, but the one before, he threw three people out there who were about as snake-bitten as could be. None of them scored. We lose in the shootout. Granted, I don't even think we got a save in that one either. Then this time, you throw out Jordan Martin. And I'm like, okay... Yes, he may have gotten one before, but you got Seth Jarvis, who's played really well. So Aho made sense, in my opinion. Svetch made sense. An argument can be made for Burns. I didn't like Tavo. I think he's had four tries, and he's missed all four. So I wasn't sure why we went with that one again. I know Rod has kind of come out and said he doesn't really care about the shootout, but that's still an extra point on the line, and you can't just not care. Yeah, I agree with yeah. that.
0: Yeah, yeah, and Washington won tonight, so. So that that extra
2: (laughs) point didn't, you know, we could have had that extra point if maybe
0: you put out someone who,
2: like Ajo made sense, he's been hot. Svetch made sense, he's been hot. I felt like Jarvis would have made a little bit more sense over Martinuk, maybe a little bit over Burns, and probably over Teva because Teva's not been all that great. I mean, if he had put, the only thing that would have been worse is if maybe he put Code Kenyemi out for the shootout.
0: Yeah, KK can't hit water if he fell out of a boat right now. It's <laughs> it's unfortunate, but it's true. It's like – and I was wearing a sweater when I was uh, playing in uh, – or when I was uh, watching them play on Friday night up here. Um, honestly, I think I would have put just about anybody out there other than Martinuk, Stahl. Honestly, name anybody on the blue line. I think I would have put all of them except for maybe Chatfield out there before Martinook. So I don't understand the rationale behind any of the shootout lineups that I've seen in the last couple of months. I would have put Shea out there maybe because, you know, he's a sniper. He could maybe have beat Bennington with a clean look. Um, but, yeah, the Martinook one perplexed me, as you guys found out when I texted you with some colorful words about why did why did Jordan Martinook is the guy that we put up when the game is on the line in that situation is far beyond my ability to understand. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. You know, this
3: isn't this isn't playoff Martinuk anymore. I mean, this is, that was awful. I don't understand Burns I understood, but I don't understand why you would put him first in the shootout. I mean, he kind of does the same thing. He just waits and he shoots at top right. Mm-hmm. And Aho made sense, Fetch made sense, Teravine no, Jarvis would have made sense.
2: But, Even I Jack think, Drury, I, he's been he's yeah, been yeah, I him good. out there yeah. or Nathan,
3: yeah. I would have put them out there before Martinuk, so they definitely need to work on the shootouts, and especially if we get into another case where a penalty shot happens down the line, mm-hmm. you gotta well, figure out
1: what you're doing. Well, there's an argument last night that you know a lot of people, some people, brought up the fact that Martinuk, uh, the last time, the last time the the ca- Hurricanes won in a shootout, Martinuk had the uh, the shootout goal to clinch the win, right? The one that
4: yeah, was
1: at l a in October okay right mm-hmm. but my argument to that is my rebuttal to that is the reason martin <laughs> the reason martinook was the one to win it was because we had already i mean how many rounds did that shootout go uh, if I remember correctly uh, it was, it was six? like
3: eight. i think it was
1: six wasn't was was it? it six I thought it was more than that for some reason i'm
3: gonna look i'm gonna look at this
1: up. because I feel like we yeah. had already run th- so many guys through you know through a shot that, like it was getting down to the point where we either had to put a forward out there or, you know, a defenseman, and it was maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe it was another one where it went deep, but um, I felt like Martinuk didn't get put out there until well, well into extra rounds of the shootout.
2: I think that's the um, only one we won this year too. I think we've lost the others. No, yeah, the one we in
3: lost October, the one against Washington. The one in October we beat them in overtime.
0: Didn't Who? We? No, did L.A. We beat them in a shootout. I remember yeah, specifically when Martin Martinuk scored that goal. I was like, "Oh, that's refreshing to see and We'll probably never see that again. I probably shouldn't have said that in <laughs> hindsight, but that's exactly what I thought at that moment.
1: I'm gonna Just... look it up
4: here, y'all. Can well that probably... overtime in against L.A. I went on to like what twelve or thirteen. Like that was yeah, a long I was long sleep. Yeah, I was out.
3: <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I, I caught up on it that the
0: next already...
1: morning. Because It was already Kane's after dark. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's what's nice.
1: All all the West Coast swings are yeah. done now. Here it is. The headline says Martin scores ninth round shootout winner. God,
3: yeah. So there oh your wow, answer. yeah, went nine wow. rounds.
1: So you know, he went out, he was the ninth shooter. Like Rod didn't put him out there because he had a hot stick, like he put him out there because he was running out of guys. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. Which and makes I mean, more sense. In yeah. Round
2: nine, and I don't want to like overreact to a lot to this loss because I don't. I think in the grand scheme of things, it's irrelevant.
0: Well, Just true. because
2: it's a Western Conference, and this is like, it's more irrelevant than doing than what happened against Washington. Um, that's what you want to win divisional rival. You really wanted to win it in regulation. This is a Western Conference team. If they get the extra point, not the end of the world. Would have been nice to have it. You move on. It was an odd situation, but you know, given the back to back. But I'm just, I mean, honestly, Ronta was great, um, which I think is the most important thing to take out of that game. Yeah, AB. I just, I'm not a big fan of Ronta.
1: And okay, the one but he that
0: he gave, the one he gave up, and nobody was going to do anything about that. Not with all that speed no. that Nathan Walker came in there with. No, that's was yeah. it? was yeah, it's a good thing Orlov didn't try to play basketball because uh, I think yeah. I can jump higher on skates than that. <laughs> but I was yeah. like, the moment I saw him try to reach for that puck, I'm like, buddy, you should have just turned around and <laughs> that was not going to work.
3: He's like a fire hydrant. He yeah. just stays low to the ground. And if you run into a fire hydrant, you're obviously going to get knocked down.
0: Yeah, but I, I did, I did I think liked to played pretty well.
1: Did you just come up with that? Yes, I did. That's pretty good. That's pretty no, good. that is pretty good. I always so maybe him his nickname's the fire
3: hydrant. Maybe I'll just call him the hydrant.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, that's gonna stick.
0: Okay, we so speaking of a, Orlov, since we a a were talking about this, on... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, since I we think were... we should
3: post that after every win. <laughs> you need a cup? <laughs> Sorry, go Dude, ahead. I got Brandon. one right here.
0: Okay, oh, that's, that'll be better. Um, no, okay, so in in maintaining the spirited discussion we were having the other day about Orlov and Tony because I feel like that that was the catalyst of this entire meeting or one of the big catalysts of this entire meeting right here. Whereas, Sam, you were saying about if we could find a suitor for Orlov, the contract's kind of unnecessary and redundant, and if we can move that and get a good return back and clear all that salary and put Tony back in the lineup, that would be a good idea. Whereas I just want to see Tony play forward because I think he'd be good at it. That's just me. Yes, he would. And, and Griff had a different opinion. So I just want to hear everybody lay out their arguments for this and I'll, I'll go last, but I'm, I'm really interested to see how this plays out because Griff texted me right after that. He's like, Hey, do you want to join us? We need to have a, we all need to have a discussion about this. I'm like, (laughs) you know what? This will be good. Yes. Let's do that. I'll, uh, I'll let somebody go first.
2: Well, I guess I'll, I'll go first since, um, (laughs) I, I called for the trade. Um, yes. So, uh, during this offseason, I thought the this last season Carolina had I think the number one or number two top defense in the National Hockey League. They were top five. I can't specifically remember where they were were, but top five. You can't improve on that much. And honestly, Adam Gold said the same thing. And I agree. Really, you're just it's marginal if you try to improve something that's already that good. It's extremely marginal. Carolina went into this offseason with one need and one need only. That was goal scoring production. Dmitry Orlov, and I looked at his stats. I mean, he doesn't really um fix that. At least not to to any stat I've seen him, even you know, in, in general, right? So, yes, if you it made no sense. The signing made no sense other than oh, he wanted to come to Carolina. Okay, then you can come here cheaper than seven point almost nearly $8 million for two years. So now we're stuck with a nearly $8 million contract for the next two seasons on a year that we're going to have to sign some people that I would like to keep Shay Pesci, Pesci, not as much, but Shay, absolutely. I want to keep, keep Shay. I don't understand where it makes sense to keep Orlov If you can move him when you have someone like Tony D'Angelo who is faster, more skilled with the puck. And can walk that blue line better than any other defenseman in, on our team. Um, when it comes to creating offense, Burns has lost a step. I just I, I don't know why we had to add Orlov when we have a much cheaper version of Orlov and who's probably a little bit better, and also who only wanted to play Carolina. So why you know I, it made more sense to me to take that money and convince someone like a Patrick Kane or Tarasenko to come to Carolina. Like, okay, you might not want to come play here, but here's $8 million. You're not going to turn that down. Mm-hmm. So Orlov makes no sense. I didn't think the contract makes sense. I still don't think it makes sense. If you can find someone to take the contract, New Jersey comes to mind. They're without Dougie Hamilton, hate trading and within the division. So, yeah, I mean, they're going to LTIR Dougie if they haven't done so already. So that makes sense to move them there. They're going to have the cap space. Then you got teams like Arizona who just take players. If they end up falling out, Anaheim, San Jose, you know, there are teams you can kind of pay to take players if you're going to try to make a bigger move or a bigger splash at free agency. But, you know, if I can move Orlov, I move Orlov. My turn? Yes. It's your turn.
1: Okay.
3: You have the talking stick.
1: Sam, I respect everything you just said, brother, Uh (laughs) but I wholeheartedly disagree. Um, And reason being is, look, we have criticized our general manager, and rightfully so, you know, over the years for his lack of, um, I don't know, whatever you want to call it.
3: We lack our (laughs) grip.
1: Right. His lack (laughs) of, you know... um, willingness to make a splash if Dmitri orlov okay let's remember who this guy is here for a second if Dmitri orlov who is the number one free agent in the market this past season if he calls you and says hey i want to come play here you absolutely bring him in i don't care how good your defense is it's Dmitri orlov he's won a stanley cup he's um he's a veteran presence he is scary right now the regular season's one thing but when we get to the playoffs and i fully believe this team is going to make the playoffs may not win the division i don't care but when a team comes into pnc arena or carolina hurricanes go and take the ice in another arena and that team looks across and they see jacob slavin brent burns Dmitry Orlov just right there that is freaking scary right that isn't that's an intimidation factor that is that just can't be replicated it just is okay and I'm not saying that that's the only reason you go get Dmitry Orlov he's proven he's a veteran and I understand we may have overpaid him a little bit and I, I don't agree with the the price. But it's two years, right? Salary cap expected to rise. Yes, we have contracts due, but you know, we got Aho locked up. We're gonna pay Slavin. We're gonna he's coming back. It's either Brady Shea or Brett Pesci is coming back. I feel confident in saying that, right? Um, but the thing is, like, this is it. This is the this is the time. It's if if we don't win a cup this year. I don't really feel confident in saying that we have another shot next year or the year after. I mean, it may take another, I don't know, cycle to rebuild or retool to get to the point that we are now. I think this is the year. I think we have the best defense in the NHL, and I think they're starting to play like that. Um, and as far as Tony D'Angelo goes, I understand that Tony D'Angelo and Dmitri Orlov are two different de- styled defensemen. But I'm sorry, you know, I and I'm a Tony fan, and I have been. But Tony D'Angelo, if I have Tony D'Angelo and Dmitry Orlov, I'm taking Dmitry Orlov nine days a week. You know what I'm saying? I just am. And Tony is not the same guy this year that he was two years ago. He's not. He's not playing well. Um, You could argue the power play, but it's hard to say we need Tony for the power play when we are the number one power play in the entire NHL right now, and Tony hasn't been on the ice but four minutes in the last month and a half. Um, So that's hard for me to argue to put him on the ice right now. Um, So I think if you want to move on from somebody, then you move on from Tony. I like the idea of keeping him on this roster as a healthy healthy extra Uh, because if somebody does go down, you, you can utilize him on the ice. And I think he's still a better option than bringing Dylan Coglin up from the AHL. Um, so, um, I just, where normally I would be yelling for a trade at this point, I think you keep your group together because you want to win a cup this year. I still think you need to add, if I'm trading somebody, it's Brett Pesci. That's just me. Um, but as far as Dmitry Orlov goes, I know he's expensive right now, but look, that veteran presence in the locker room on the ice, playoff time, it's gonna it's he he could very well be the difference. You said it's marginal, but you know, marginal is still something that could be an edge to get us over the top. May sorry I, what, sorry I, I went so long. Of
2: may course. I rebut? <laughs> of course. All right, so last season, what was the reason we lost to the Florida Panthers? Babrowski. yes, Lebrowski. Uh, okay, yes. so that's one. So what else? Matthew Kachok. Matthew uh, Kachak.
5: Nah,
4: well, I'm not to a lesser Kachok. degree, I
1: but I won't say I won't. You know what? I'll look internal. I think coolness. the reason, I is think the cool? reason we lost to the uh, loss is because we had because injuries, depth. I think Svechnikov, Pachuretti, Kasha. I mean, those,
0: you, you could say Kasha too. I'm, I don't really. So do lack that, of on. scoring, right? Lack of scoring yeah. forwards. That's yeah. what I, yeah. that's what I was getting at by saying Kasha. Yeah. How many goals did
2: Dmitri Orlov have in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight years of playoff experience? 82 games. How many goals does Dmitri Orlov have? I Like five, two. How many points? How many assists? Two, how many points does Dmitri Orlov have? 31 in 81. 31. I I don't I don't see where 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 he makes a lot of sense. I'm not saying when it. Sorry, Go ahead. To... I don't. I just. I don't see where Orlov addresses a need. And then, if you want to take up a, a need that we had, right? The reason we lost wasn't because our defense was poor. Almost every single game was a point. Right? Was decided by a singular goal. It was wildly close in that Florida series. Anyone says it was a traditional sweep is wrong. We get made fun of that as Hurricanes fans. I, agree I don't with care. That. It's, it's true. I agree
1: with you. I agree with you.
2: And we needed a goal. So, and then if you look at what D'Angelo brings versus Orlov, right? D'Angelo does bring the goal scoring. Um, And and I think in the playoffs too, I was looking at just in general and their stats. Not as much in the playoffs. He doesn't have that experience. But in the regular season, I mean, D'Angelo scores more just flat out. So if you're talking about addressing a need, I think D'Angelo addresses the need that Orlov does not and I would be okay with Dmitri Orlov if he was brought in to replace Brent Burns. So if you wanted to swap the two, then maybe the contract makes sense. But if he's playing third line minutes with Chatfield or Dimitri Orlov then does not make sense. So unless you literally brought him in for the purpose of, oh, you're going to play with Slavin, because you know, eight million dollars play why are you going to put him on the third line? Then I don't like I don't like Orlov. Yes, if he's there to replace Burns, which would be foolhardy because I don't think their games are similar enough for that to work. But I, I just I don't Orlov is too expensive for my blood for a position that we didn't have a problem with. Again, I wanted to use that utilize the funds to bring in a forward.
1: Okay, but why? Why do we have to replace somebody? <clears throat> That's my question. Why do we have to? Why does Dmitry Orlov have to be a replacement? why is it not okay to have three very strong defensive pairs that can take l- less miles on the, on the wheels, right? So once playoff time comes, you know, instead of playing the third pair 12 minutes a night or less, you can average out time on ice a little better and not have to, um not have to give up, you know, something because you're playing your third pair or whatever. So, If you've got three pair defensive pairs that you fully trust, I mean, Chatfield and Orlov have been, I mean, that's a shutdown as as it comes. I mean, and you look at the stats, they're top five right now um, in the entire league. So that's your third pair. And I just think that, you know, that's okay to have. Now, the goal scoring, yes, I agree with you there. Like, yes, we have a need, but I would argue – is Svechnikov is playing in that Florida series and you, you know, you can't predict injuries and unfortunately the injury came post trade deadline. Um, Well, they know, should have that... replaced back Chiretti. I think that came pre, well, you know, they didn't do that either. True, but they did bring in Shane Bear, who, you know, helped the power play out. I know that's not goal scoring, but you know, just to kind of, if you want to look at your, um, your theory about D'Angelo providing more offense, Shane Goss' is kind of, I I think he's an upgrade over Tony D'Angelo to be honest, but um, I mean, you know, I don't know. We could argue back and forth, but I just think if Svechnikov is in the lineup in the Florida series, I mean, maybe he's good for one or two goals that swings that entire series. Um, But I also, I'm a firm believer that if Jarvis wouldn't hit the crossbar and, overtime of game one
0: yeah i think I carolina that wins
1: that entire series
0: yeah because be that was just deflating yep. when that happened because that yeah. was in what the so, third overtime that that happened
1: i believe so and then jordan Stalin yeah. had one like in the first overtime anyway um sam i do hear you i agree there's a goal score. there was a goal scoring need there still could potentially be but it's hard to say that because I mean we're we're scoring goals in the masses and I know a lot of that's power play, but um, and I would argue that goal scoring is in spite
2: of Rod's system, which I like because I want to move away <laughs> from that. So I like the fact that we're seeing some of these skilled guys start to show their skill. So no, I love that. And I think if we I think some of these guys would flourish more if, if Rod moves more toward the system that maybe they're not playing, he gets upset at the lack of five on five ability. You know, the result was there, but the system was not. I don't give a crap about the system. I care about the result. I think in hockey, that's how that has to be. That's fair. You don't get two points. I don't care if you played a great hockey game, you lose in regulation. I want you to score six goals and win in regulation.
0: Yeah. In regards to the system, though, it does seem like that it's being executed a little bit differently. Because I feel like that... They're generating more offense off the rush. They're finishing on more high-danger chances. It's less dump and chases, a lot more clean entries, and that's being that started five-on-five, five and now it's being really reflected on the power play. Another thing that's kind of flown under the radar, they're winning a lot more face-offs than they were because habitually this team is really good in the face-off circle in all situations. For a little while, that fell off. There were times where we were 45% or lower as far as the team percentage on face-offs. That's gone the other direction now. You know, Carolina is a possession-driven team. I mean, granted, part of it is temporarily giving up possession on purpose to dump the puck in and then go retrieve it with numbers, and if not everybody does that, then it doesn't work. But the thing I'm noticing that does seem different, there are more clean entries now. There is more offense off the rush. You know, when I was um, when I was guest with AB on Kaniac sessions in session 22, I believe it was, that was something we were talking about that stood out in the Nashville game. Five goals on 25 shots for us. And Nashville had 30, I think, 39 shots on that. That's normally the other way around. Yeah. Normally, Carolina mm-hmm. either loses that game or barely squeaks by to win. So I think the system has made some changes. Um, can it do a little bit more tweaking? I think five on five. Yes. Um, in regards to the Orlov thing, I think the whole reason why we had the log jam on defense, there was probably something in place to trade Pesci and or Shea, and it fell through. Yeah. And I think that the original plan was that our top four was going to be Burns, Slavin, Chatfield, Orlov, Tony D'Angelo, fill in the blank for maybe that would have been Caleb Jones would have been that guy. I doubt it. But, you know, maybe they would have traded to get another left handed defenseman for the third pair to go with Tony or maybe they shuffle it up to put him back with Slavin. I don't know. Whatever the plan was this offseason and this is just my personal estimation of it, whatever plan there was this offseason did not completely come to fruition, and that's why we ended up with the log jam on defense that we had. So as far as Tony himself goes, the reason I think that he could be utilized as a forward, mm-hmm. as far as his ability to go in and retrieve pucks in the other end, he's really good at that because he jumps in on the rush all the time. He spends as much time below than the, uh, below the goal line in the other end as he does our own. Um, And he's not afraid to go into a corner. He'll go in there and he'll fight for a puck. He generates a lot. He generates a lot of offense. His passing ability, his puck distribution is by far the strongest part of his game. And if you I'm not going to pretend that he doesn't have his issues defensively. He is at times a complete liability five on five. If you have him playing right wing in the bottom six, you eliminate most of his liabilities. And he probably increases his offensive production and to top it all off you'd still have him to quarterback the power play. So is it the most traditional thing? No, I start I'm starting to think it's going to start happening more though. We've seen some examples of that with Matt Tennyson, Brendan Smith or in the other direction, Bernsey drafted as a forward, now plays defense, but uses a lot of the same things that he had in his skill set of being a two-way power forward as a defenseman and he generates a lot that way. So that would be my whole argument with it in the event that we have issues with the forwards coming up in the event. We have more injuries and stuff, depending on when Nate just gets back, when Fost gets back, all that type of stuff. Orlov's contract is a little bit cumbersome, but I think part of the reason they paid him what he did, he has no trade protection and he does not have term. So that no. money was in exchange for not having a no trade clause.
1: Flexibility.
0: Correct. That's a great way to put it for not having a no trade clause and not having a whole lot of term, because if this does turn out being a mistake, we don't have to live with it for very long. Um, I'm on board with keeping Orlov, and I'm also on board with keeping Tony just for the sake of, you know, this team's got good depth right now. Tony can slot in in the defense if he needs to, and if we find out he can play forward, too, then he can be one of those guys that's a real Swiss Army knife. We can put him anywhere we need him and bump guys up in the lineup or move them around as we need to so i understand the rationale behind keeping orlov and i also understand the rationale of that contract being a little cumbersome on the salary cap but we also have to take one other thing into consideration here shipping him off would be kind of off-putting to other free agents in the future potentially because they don't want to go through the trouble of sign because orlov's he moved to Raleigh. He has a house there. His house up here is still up for sale, actually. So it hadn't it hadn't been sold yet. So you don't want to send out that message of, hey, I want to sign in Carolina, but I don't want to get traded halfway into the season either. So that's the only problems with it. Additionally to that, like with bunting, I don't think that Carolina was actually trying to trade him. I think teams were reaching out asking about him. That's what I think was going on. I agree with I that. I have no way to confirm that, but I just yeah, don't I did, see too. any reason why they would ship him off. Mm-hmm.
1: There's this narrative that bunting's a I feel I feel like there's this there's this uh speculation out there that bunting's a problem mm-hmm. in the locker mm-hmm. room. Uh, I don't I don't think that's true. I don't either.
2: There's locker room issue and the players have said it. I don't think the one who made the least sense was was DeAngelo because he'd been here before, and I'm like, well, that just doesn't make any sense. Why wasn't he an issue last time? So I guess by matter of elimination, you could say Bunting and Orlov, but if I really were to take it, a shot at it, i say Pesci, and I would quote Jack Eichel as a why. Who else was in a similar spot of? They're talking about trading you every other day,
5: mm-hmm.
2: and that's yeah. going to kind of suck. And you're and then it not never happens. Yeah. So I mean, you know, because Pesci's she's not stupid. He <laughs> knows his dad's on Twitter. <laughs> I mean, like he's not telling his son everything he sees. He's mm. been playing well
1: though, as of late. Yeah. He has. Mm. Sam um, wanted
3: to say something. Sam Wallace. No, no, no. Go ahead,
0: go Sam. Ahead.
4: Oh uh, well, I mean. I would say with the whole D'Angelo thing um, of him being a problem in the locker room, I could see it considering he's signed. I remember like his press conference when he just signed with us for this season, I, he's, he thinks he's a top four defenseman. And I could see him being scrapped, like, dude, what the heck? Cause he's an opinionated dude. I think he is just by his personality. And I, and to me that I, I could see that being maybe a locker room, Uh, situation right there. I guess could. I
1: don't, I'm, I mean, I don't really believe there's a problem in the locker room. I, uh, you watch these little videos that admin puts out. Like I saw one this morning where they were playing soccer in the, uh, the hall, you know, the under the by the locker room last night before the game. And I was looking to see who was all standing around. And I mean, Whenever you see these videos, it just all looks like they're having a good time. They're smiles on their face. They're well, maybe not don't, locker
2: room, maybe buy-in, maybe that's yeah, a, maybe that's a better word to use. The lack yeah, of maybe. buy-in,
1: yeah. There could be, but I don't think there's. I, I think it's gotten better. I, yeah, it has. I think they're clo- I think they're clo- they're a close group. I just do. I know that's cliche, but I I just really do.
4: Their low was the uh, players only meeting up in uh,
3: Vancouver. To me, I thought that was needed. It was needed.
0: (laughs) That was very much needed.
3: Yeah. Yes. I don't think Bunting's a problem in the locker room either because they Mm -hmm. – the Hurricanes always post something on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it, and he was like the most vocal in that whole video. Like he was everywhere. So, I mean, the guys love him because if they didn't, then, you know, they wouldn't speak highly of him. And Mm -hmm. I think Rod's kind of given him a little bit more trust because now he's moved up to the second line even though, you know, well, you had to, is, really. yeah, well, but he needs to be up there. He needs to get more minutes because he deserves it. He's a lot better of a player than people think he is.
1: Well, so, you know, my take on that.
2: I think. we, Yeah.
1: Yeah. I
3: he, do. I don't he, think he gets they
2: do. paid. Bunting gets paid top six minutes and he hasn't played that all year. So I guess my agitation with bunting isn't his fault. It's, I guess coaching's faults in that. I I just I wanted to see him play more. Like I want to see him top
1: six. I think well, my it. whole my argument, and I said this in our last session that we released, my argument is you don't need to move him anywhere. You need to create you need to increase that line's minutes. Drury, Nason, and Bunting, I think need to be playing more minutes mm-hmm. than I think I think they've been the I think they've been the better line over Coke Kanyami, and well Drury was centering whatever. the second
3: line yesterday. K- well, KK was on the right wing.
1: Well, that was due to Yeah, due it's to on injury. because we
3: have injuries.
1: In it R- still, R- said,
3: R- it still says R- something, R- something R- that he's centering instead of KK.
0: I think mm. KK's fighting something injury-wise. Possible. I, 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 re- KK's,
1: I think KK's a better better winger than Drury is, so I think that might have something to do with it too.
2: That could also be true. I think they yeah. need Sorry, to go up sure the center line.
0: Well, that was why I kept <laughs> saying I, that I wanted to get – any combination of Connor, uh, excuse me, Connor Ingram or Kirill Vemelka and Nick Schmaltz—that is like my dream trade right now. You're gonna have to give yeah. some stuff up to get it, but we get a right-handed center and we get another goaltender because, guys, I'm sorry, I just I don't see Freddie coming back this season. I really yeah, don't, I especially if he's going to get second and third opinions from other doctors. Like, if that nothing tells else, we not need to. Back. Yeah, I think we need to. We don't need to go out and get a true proven number one now. I know, A.B., you've been wanting John Gibson. I still think that that's a viable option, but with the Waco checkoff is playing, we can mm-hmm. get we can get an insurance policy. That's why I think Ingram or Vermelka would be good. We wouldn't take on too much money. We wouldn't take on too much term for either one of those guys. And if we could get Nick Schmaltz, we get the right-handed center that we've really been needing. So that's my dream trade right now. I don't know if Arizona would make it considering they're still in the playoff picture and everything like that, but if they – Connor Ingram and Kirill Vemelka don't play every single night. If they trade a goalie to get players who do play every single night, i.e., Pesci, Natus, whatever, I think that they do it because the Western Conference is not that good. That would make them, that would set them apart from a lot of teams immediately if they got those two players, for example. So that's my dream trade at the moment.
3: Speaking of goalies, we had something pop up today on social media. Oh that i did Did want to address oh we did you you tweeted about it so did i did miss this did you what you're probably drowning what's this news (laughs) Uh, (laughs) news? um so i might have seen it adam gold this probably was a month ago right he had don on the pregame show and talked to was it the pregame show or was it during? was it in storm between watch. periods storm yeah okay with adam and uh he said that freddy is cleared but it could be a month and keyword or so he didn't state that he's coming back in a month
1: now, let's be clear who said that let's be clear clear excuse me who said that though. <laughs> <Don't worry about. laughs> Yeah, I don't know if y'all caught that. (laughs) Yeah, I I got it. I wish we could leave that in. (laughs) Okay. My my bad. Let's let's be clear. Who said that?
3: Uh, That's what Don Waddell said. Right. Okay. Not Twitter journalists. So there were people that came out and said, you know, blaming Adam Gold for being wrong. Whether or saying like, oh, I thought Freddie was supposed to be back. I'm like, dude, I don't think you have this issue and you're a professional goaltender. So why don't you keep doing your thing? Sit at a desk. Keep typing. I mean, tweeting, you know, and Adam, uh, who's been on the Caniac Report and been on Caniac Sessions, such a nice guy, very well respected and, you know, is very, Uh, involved with the Hurricanes. He has a
2: vote. He has a vote on who gets into the Hurricanes Hall of Fame. He has a say in that in the organization. He He
0: does. And if you go in there and you take
2: shots at him, do you think the organization's going to take that lightly? I don't think so.
0: No, probably not. So So I want to hear
3: everybody's take on that one.
0: Oh, it's like, you know, even when I was younger, like before I left home and everything, I remember Adam Gold was already like super involved with things. He's like the OG Hurricanes radio coverage guy. He's the first one I remember anyway. Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, I had I had not the most favorable opinion of the guy back in the day because, unfortunately, I let other people mold what I think. And then when I actually sat down and started really listening to him one day, I was like, you know what, this guy knows his stuff. I don't know why I listened I formulated an opinion that was not, that I didn't formulate on my own. Um, in regards to this particular situation, There was absolutely nothing that Adam Gold said about Freddie Anderson is going to return in a month. Don Waddell himself did not say Freddie Anderson will definitively return in a month. He said he was cleared to resume skating and that we could see him back in a month or so. Now, had Freddie Anderson actually resumed skating, Walt Ruff, Adam Gold, somebody of that nature would have posted something about it. There would have been an article. There would have been pictures of him in an Invisalign because that would have been a big morale boost. And it would have helped us out with the goalie market if we still did need to trade for somebody. And then Freddie went and started getting second and third opinions. That's not on Adam Gold. No way. Right. Mm.
3: Yep. I want to hear from the Sands. And and Elliot Friedman.
4: Elliot Friedman said that that Frederick Anderson was very unclear. So the opinions already started long ago.
0: If Elliot Friedman says something, it's pretty much gospel. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean it is. Look, Adam all he did was
2: literally just ask Don Waddell a question and then put his answer in I think like a tweet. He asked, you know, it's like okay, it's not Adam, it's not even his words, it's just talking, you know, to to Don Waddell who what I argued about when it first came out and Sam and I talked about this on our podcast was Elliot Friedman said that day after the whole thing with Frederick Anderson, he said, what's unclear. There's no definitive answer on anything. Then you had our general manager saying, Oh, well, no, he might start skating in a month. I think that was him trying to make a calculated move of heck. I'm trying to make a trade for a goalie and the market's ridiculous. Well, let me see if I can lower that value a little bit by saying, Oh, our starter might be coming back. I didn't think about that. Yeah. That's actually maybe. <laughs> yeah, so the... Or he didn't lie. Adam
1: didn't lie. Don Waddell might have or or has anybody thought about this? Maybe he was actually cleared to skate. And maybe he does want a second or third opinion. That's
3: crazy. I I did not even think about that.
0: Maybe it's maybe it's all true. I wouldn't blame him if he did, though, because I mean, okay, think about Pascal Dupuis. His clotting issue was so serious. It forced him to retire like he Mm -hmm. never played another game after he got diagnosed. Mm -hmm. So, and, you know, no offense to Pascal Dupuis, he's a little bit more, or was a little bit more replaceable in terms of putting someone in the lineup in his place versus a starting goaltender on any team. So, you know, maybe they were saying, come on, Freddie, let's go, let's get you back in the lineup. And he didn't feel comfortable doing Mm -hmm. it. And at the end of the day, it's his health, it's his life, it's his call. So Mm -hmm. the fact he's getting second and third opinions is what makes me think that, we will probably not see him again this season. I'm not a doctor, I don't know anything about these sorts of things. But mm-hmm. you know, most players when they're like, Hey, you can skate again, you know, Andre Svechnikov was chomping at the bit to get back on the ice. Dude had a huge smile when he jumped on in that track suit. <laughs> if if Freddie's not wanting to play, it's because something is something somewhere is bugging him about it and he, he's not comfortable with the idea of it. So and he knows himself better than any of us. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I uh
1: I don't know, but what it boils down to is you know, instead of just throwing blame recklessly, understand the facts before you do so.
3: Well, that's not how the world works. Not, and no not on social media. Not anymore, I don't think ever. I
0: mean, I could be wrong. That is certainly uh certainly a possibility. I have been wrong before. <laughs> At least you're willing to admit it, right? No, I've never
1: been. I've never (laughs) been. Yeah, you're always
0: correct. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boys, how about Felix Unger Sorm, though? Did you guys watch him in the World Junior Championship? I saw hard clips
4: and he looks solid. He's legit. He does look good. I watched
1: watched him skate into the slot with his head down and get blown up. I'll tell you that. Yeah, he he deserved that one.
0: Yeah, neither did he until it was too late. Keep your your head up. Yeah, he had a good tournament. He did. Um, like I see like uh he's got a little bit of Martin Natches in his game and he's got a lot of Tavo Teravinan to the point where when I was starting to when I was thinking that I like I saw him go to like he's in the high slot and he's a perfect perfect place to shoot, and he goes for some crazy cross eye scene pass and totally misses it. And I'm like, Yeah, that's Tavo. That's that's totally him. (laughs) So it's like But his ability to create time and space and everything like that, using his edges and everything like that, um, his vision is excellent. He's got a good amount of speed to him. He's good at finding open ice to turn himself into a passing option. I I legit think if he stays on this trajectory, he's going to make the team next year. 100%.
3: That's why he was – they were kind of toying with the idea. He was there for a very long time. I'm glad they didn't, but
0: God, I can understand the temptation.
3: But yeah, it would have wasted development.
0: Yeah, yeah but and we have the room for him. Anyway. He
3: could definitely be ready by next yeah. year. Next year, he could definitely be ready.
0: Yeah, because I don't think Martin Oak's going to be here. Uh, Tavo, I'm 50 50 on whether he'll be here or not. If he gets hot again and starts scoring, we won't keep him. Um, let's see.
4: <laughs> well, you can, I, think <laughs> gets Na- I think
0: Nate just gets traded. I think Nate just gets traded. If he gets hot and starts scoring,
3: we won't keep him. <laughs> that's the most <laughs> that's the no, truest I, thing the
0: world. I, I legitimately so think true. that because he'll he'll be like he'll be like, hey, money, and Don's gonna be like, We like our group, but I'm in the group, not anymore.
1: <laughs> uh, it, took me, it took me a second <laughs> for me to understand what you just said, but well yeah. Unger Sorum's a cheaper version of Tavo. You got him on the three
2: year entry level, so yeah, mm-hmm. you let Tavo go, you know, bye bye, and then you, if you want, you can pay Natus. I mean Right now, and I mean, you yeah, have to but... too. So, yeah, no, we got <laughs> to talk go about guys. his debut. Really I mean,
3: good. we need to talk about that guy's debut. <laughs> I got to see that, that live. Was, that was, that so was awesome. Insane. And they just added more salt in the wound against the Capitals. He got his first career goal, and he oh, played yeah, well last, last night too. But yeah, mm-hmm. just to score a goal and an assist casually. And I mean, uh, the development is very good, even though we don't have a development really plan, but
2: mm.
3: yeah, he looks solid. He's he's gonna be ready next year.
2: Yeah, which is probably why he's Martin some... doesn't play. Doesn't yeah. sign here again. And I also would not sign him again.
3: He's a locker room guy, which is awesome to have. Sure except yeah. Except for the, except for the And it
4: gets better in the playoffs. Yeah, I still don't well, sign him again.
3: Maybe <laughs> last year, I don't know about this year.
0: Hopefully I don't know. I don't think we saw that coming. What he did in the playoffs, either. Yeah, no. Because did. I remember it's like I'm sitting here thinking, yeah, I'm like, no yo, this goes. guy's trying to win to Con Smythe. Like, this is uh, a <laughs> this is insane.
1: I don't know if he could be. Maybe you bring him back if he, uh, just because you know what you're getting out of him for the most cheap. part, and million yeah, exactly, million. he's cheap. Exactly, yeah. he's cheap. Put him Very in the like fourth cool. line spot. That's fine. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I if you, know. if you can bring him back on like a one by one or something like that. I'm good with that. That's like a low risk signing. It's a really low risk signing. Hey, did we?
1: I think Foss, you could. Is Jesper Foss contract? We signed him in the offseason. Was it a two, two year? years? Two years, yeah, for yeah. two years. I like
3: Jesper Foss.
0: His, his was a uh, two by two, right? If I remember correctly. Yeah, I think that's I think right. So okay,
1: maybe
3: two
0: and some change,
3: but mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Honest, honestly, I like when he comes back. I think he needs to go down to the fourth line and keep yeah. Jarvis, Martinuk, mm-hmm. and Stahl together, and then Bunting, Drury, and Kokaniemi up top. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that may be Two years, 2.4.
0: Okay. Or put Mason up top, second line. He could do it.
3: Wouldn't he not that either.
0: Out of all the pending UFA forwards, I think that's the one I want to keep the most right now is nason Mason. 100%. Mason.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh you three. need to
4: keep him.
0: Oh, we were actually talking about that on <laughs> session 22. We were like – what, what do you sign him for? I'm like, depending on the term, if I can get him for five years, I'd give him three. I'd give him three million for five years. Cause you'll get, I don't,
5: you'll
4: get, I don't you, think you'll, five.
0: I, I'd take him for five. He's 30 years old.
1: Well, oh, if you okay, don't, it, that, mm. well, right, here's the thing. Point. I give three. If you don't give him five, somebody else will. Uh, yeah, that's true. Or
3: like 1.6, maybe. <laughs>
2: Depends on what organization you're talking to. A team like Arizona who's Devils. trying to make that push, they're gonna yeah. they're gonna pay him. Who's got the cap space and they wanna make that jump? Nason's a guy that they could use in front of the net with their skill guys. Mm-hmm. They're gonna pay him.
0: Yeah, what do they, they have to lose?
3: Devils always have caps, so it wouldn't surprise me if he hits free agency in the target. Well, that him. and
0: two-thirds of their teams like on IR right now, and you have no idea how many of them are actually going to come back. It seems like every yeah, other day true. somebody from the Devils is dying. I and saw I like their
3: injury report. It was, <laughs> it was something. <laughs> I else. think there's
0: nine players or something. Like I'm not no. laughing because I wanted them to get hurt. It's just like laughing and, like, aha ah, ha, that's kind of no, sad kind we of know. way. We
1: get it. We get it. Um <laughs> I would. I, I don't know how much hockey Steph Nason's played over his career. As far, I mean, I know he's been in the AHL a lot early, but I mean, one could argue that maybe, maybe he doesn't have as many miles on that body as you know somebody that's been playing in the nationals since they were twenty two. Yeah, you know, because the a shorter schedule, and maybe he's a yeah, maybe he's a younger thirty. I don't know, but uh, I, I want him around. I don't care if if you got to give him five years to keep him, give him five years to keep him.
0: That's one of my rationales with Chatfield too. Even though he's 27, he ain't got a ton of mileage on him because he's only played two full NHL seasons. So yeah, I would uh, that. That's one of the reasons. Like I'd I would keep him over Pesci. Yeah, I'd keep him over Pesci just because you can probably pay him a little bit less, give him a little bit more term because he's a little younger. And honestly, I hate to say it, I think at this point he's better. I, I don't know, think that's too far off.
4: He's, he's he's more of a fit, I think. I, yeah, I and his gap
0: control is amazing. The only guy who has better gap control than him on the team is Slavin. And if you're second to Jacob yeah. Slavin in gap control, that's you're you're doing fine.
3: Speaking of shootouts, listen to somebody just posted this: We're one in eleven in our last three shootouts.
0: Oh, geez. Ow.
1: <laughs> one in eleven. I don't think. And it's a I skills
3: think, competition.
1: Does that go back to last? If it's. That goes back to last season, right? No, these are the
3: last three shootouts that we've
2: had. So 1-11 as in oh, one and 11 As in attempts. Young? Okay. Yeah.
0: So no, not Nippie like 1-11 Because I was going to say, we've losses. been in 11 shootouts this season. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was like, gosh. So we have about two to... goals,
2: one from Martinuk, one from Ajo, right? Just the only two? Yeah, those were the only two. Well, this is through
3: 11. This is through 11 chances in the past three games. So I'm sure we've scored more. Um, more uh, shootout goals. I think. Well, the LA that game. LA. Yeah, I, I went to. I don't know how many those were. But last
0: we beat Tampa in a shootout this season, or am I thinking about last season? That was last season. That was oh, last Oh yeah, like, where where Aho turned Aho's Vasilevsky inside West
3: out? Vasilevsky, yeah.
0: I watched that game
1: from a hotel room in New York City because my my connecting flight was canceled and so i got stuck in jfk overnight and they put me in this hotel in like the slummiest part of new york city and like it was so bad and then i was like you know what i'm gonna go pay for my own and so i went and just got my own hotel room and then laid there on the bed and watched the game and i i i that vividly remember that shootout because of that oh night my like gosh that was a horrible night anyway that's sorry didn't mean to for you guys with that story
0: oh no it's okay that was a great story i want to
1: hear
3: brandon's brandon had a little bit of a crazy night the other night
0: um uh, can we can we do that on my channel where oh yeah we get to yeah yeah, like, yeah yeah we I, I can it. tell you the sanitized. <clears throat> i'll tell you the pg version of it and everything like that so there was uh so it was me my girlfriend my friend jeremy who I sent you the picture of, and you sent me that one text message back that you had to say, kidding, kidding after. (laughs) (laughs) You know which one I'm talking about. Um, And then there's my friend Kevin and his girlfriend who are Caps fans. And, you know, the entire time me and Kevin are sitting there laughing, cutting up, having a good time and everything like that, there's this one dude wearing a Tom Wilson sweater that's the row in front of me to my left about five seats. And he just kept shooting his mouth off passively at me all night. Wouldn't say nothing to my friend, Jeremy, wouldn't say nothing to my girlfriend, but he was just passively shooting his mouth off at me the entire night. And I just kept ignoring it, ignoring it, ignoring it, ignoring it until Burns scored the second power play goal. And then I had some stuff (laughs) to say to him and he like ran away flipping me the bird and everything like that. And he was running over his fellow Caps brethren to get out of the row and get to the aisle or get to the stairs and run. And I was just, I don't know what his deal was, but I was like, I was cool with everybody else around here and there wasn't a single problem, but he just had an issue with me. The weird thing about it was he didn't even stand when they scored in the first period, the two times and only times that they did it. Um, He was on social media the whole time and he was like trying to get me in the frame of the camera and like, apparently because my girlfriend was like, yeah. And he kept looking at, she thinks he lost a bet or something and he was just taking it out on me. Why into why would you bet on the Washington Capitals against the Carolina Hurricanes with the way that they've played lately? Are you trying to lose money, bro? Like, why would you do that?
3: I cannot wait to hear the full this full story.
0: Oh no, you'll you we'll hear the whole thing, but we got to do it over there. Speaking of betting <laughs> on the Capitals over the Hurricanes
3: tomorrow, sign up,
1: for, sign up for DraftKings now and use code THPN to score some right.
3: bonus bets. What about if yes. you want some tickets? I don't
1: know. If no?
3: Well, if we want some tickets, you gotta go to Seat. Use promo code Kaniac Sessions to get ten uh twenty dollars off your first, or your Kaniak first Kaniak purchase report. or CANIAC yeah, report. report.
1: So either you get one
2: person can use one email, the other one can use the other email. You both can get discounted tickets. There you That's go. Right. Forty dollars, guys. Yeah. Take advantage of that.
1: Sorry,
3: I just wrote in there. And plus it will really help us out a lot. So please consider doing that as well. Well, I mean it
0: was a perfect <laughs> it was a perfect segue, so I, I don't blame you all for doing it. Uh anyway.
1: Uh, a couple more things and we'll wrap this up, guys. But um this has been fun. I just yeah, want to hear absolutely. we're gonna do I know uh Report's probably gonna do this too, but we're getting ready to do some some mid season grades coming up here in, over the next week or so. A B and I are. But uh we won't give grades, but we'll we'll just um I'll just gonna gonna throw some things out there and you guys let me know who you think meets that definition. Um so. Midseason MVP. Who is it? Aho.
3: Tony D'Angelo. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Aho. <laughs> Aho. 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 Yeah, it's Aho. Aho. Jarvis is a close second.
0: Svetsnikov, I would throw up there, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sam? You said Aho, too?
3: I did.
4: Aho.
1: Okay. Yeah, and um, before I... I know I said we were just gonna do this quick, but I this reminded me of something. What is it with Kane's admin pushing Seth Jarvis so hard? Look, I love Seth Jarvis, he's like my second well, I get that. But he's he, you know, Seth Jarvis is like my second favorite player, right? But I I just think I think Andre Svechnikov, given his current streak,
0: I think he's deserving. Um I don't know. I just, I just think feel it's
1: like
3: the game part, it's the games played part.
0: Well, that that's all the more reason I think he should be an all-star. Look at what yeah. he's done in a limited amount of time. He's a well, player yeah, That's beginning. also true.
2: They probably feel they can get more people to like Jarvis over Svechnikov. Svechnikov's game is more grindy. That. Everybody
3: loves. I don't Svechnikov. know
2: about that. Well, like the cap. Did Svech make Fetch. the all-star team? No, no.
3: Aho was I the home, so that. they all have a representative for each team. Did
0: Ov make the All Star? No. Okay, well no, he's he did not. And normally, in. when he, normally when he makes it, he takes the one game vacation to not play in it.
2: I think he did it yeah, last year. True. He, he last did it year.
0: last year, but the years before that, he just always never did it. He used that as a maintenance period because the guy's actually like he's kind of a tank. He's actually played through a lot of stuff until this point in his career. I honestly but,
2: think if you get nominated, you need to play. I think he'll I, play I do this too. year just because it's a different. It's a different. It's like the one we had at Raleigh, right? They're going to do a draft. So I can mm-hmm. see him doing that. Just Last because person selected, there. you get a car. Have know. you seen that one? Ovechkin wanted to get picked last.
3: Yeah. Because <laughs> he's like, I don't know. I need a new car. Let's
0: bring John Scott back. Oh, God. All right. <laughs>
1: and vote. Yes. All right. Moving on here. Moving on here. Um, okay. Does Rod Brindamore get a new contract? Prior to the end of the season, during the off-season, or not at all?
3: Off-season. Off-season. To be determined.
1: Okay, no, we so can't no. say to be determined. We have to give a – That Yeah, that is not a choice. <laughs> I it's not a no choice.
2: If, if we make the playoffs, we win the cup, obviously. If we miss the playoffs, no, I wouldn't sign him again. If okay, we don't make it to the finals. I don't sign them again. It's, a, so it's I just a, Sam, don't know.
3: It's a, a three-choice question. But part it's not of
1: this, an explanation. Part, part of your answer is assuming in your mind what this team's outcome will be.
2: So, so we, we get have a four, poorly, I don't know. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I'm not willing to answer the question here. Look, I, I'll, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll be, the, I'll, I'll, I'll let the politician in me come back. I, I, I don't recall. I don't know. <sighs> I don't know. I do not
0: so, remember that. I don't so I, I uh, the reason I'm I 22. say prior is I don't think Brendan Moore would go coach anywhere else other than here. However, if he got a good enough offer, he might pack up and go somewhere else. I doubt no. that he would. Mm-hmm. I mean it's highly, highly unlikely. You know what I, to I coach say should Philly yeah. or Seattle. Maybe something like that. I could see maybe Seattle, but I don't know if him and Francis are on good terms again or whatever. I don't a think. Great they, uh, job over there.
3: Though. Yeah, we'll because they used that. to live
0: next to each other, if I remember correctly. And that, but I think you go ahead and do it now. And in the event that he doesn't work out in the future, you don't have to worry about trading his salary and keeping him under the cap because he's not a player, he's coaching, just fire him. Yeah, you have to pay him the rest of his money depending on what the stipulations of the contract are. But I say just for the sake of making sure that he has that stability and the team has that stability because we're a million times better now than we were before he was behind the bench and running everything. I say you go ahead and do it now.
3: He needs to stay. He's so good at what he does. And his win percentage is like 65%. And he's shown that he's willing
0: to make adjustments. Yeah. Yeah that's why that's the biggest reason i'm Don's saying the, the one, one who doesn't
3: want to make adjustments i don't
4: know um, about adjustments look, we no, like our group no uh, i'm more look. critical
2: of management than the coach
3: yeah i am
0: too
2: yeah i don't i don't side Rod before the end of the season no way no way we've had five seasons of almost the exact same result for the exact same reason a lot of that's on management but i'm not i'm not there is another very good coach out there that I have my eye on. If things go South the rest of the year, if you say Paul, say Maurice, Maurice,
3: or
0: Peter oh, those two guys say are Woodcroft?
2: Coaching. Yeah. I'm going to say Woodcroft. Yeah. Okay. I like Woodcroft.
0: Oh, oh. oh, now I know who the higher Woodcroft guy on X is. <laughs> that's not me. That's not me.
2: <laughs> 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 but, but I'll, I'll say this one thing about, um, the situation with Rod. Um, I don't agree that he's willing to change because that's not true. Um, it's, it's rare and very far and few between that he's ever done that. Um, um, I, I I don't, and again, I'm not advocating you fire Robert no more. I think you give him this full season. I think it'd be, you know, a mistake to fire him, unless literally the trajectory after the Vancouver game continued, then at that mm-hmm. point, I think you got to make a change. But right. I'll say this, if you want to take a look at a coach who would be in a similar situation at the time, if you wanted to justify it, is Woodcroft. His mm-hmm. overall record is freaking outstanding with Edmonton.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, same kind of results, right? In the playoffs, they couldn't get it done. Rod, outstanding. Well, you After know who he had on his team.
0: Done. Well, we I mean, sure, but Edmonton. I think McDavid had something to do with that.
2: Yeah, I, I'm not willing to take Woodcroft off as a bad coach. I think they did a lot without having any defense. So
1: we goaltending.
2: Yeah, McDavid and Drysaddle did a lot. And sure. I mean, uh, we saw this season that wasn't, you know, at the end of the day didn't work out either. But their new coach is working out really well, though. I will say that.
1: I'll tell you this. All right. Tell us. I I would be highly, highly, highly shocked if Jordan Stahl was on this roster and Rod Brindamore was not the head coach. Yeah, that's true. That's my no, I, opinion. The Just it's remember. The same with
3: Ajo signing that big deal. He wouldn't mm-hmm. have signed it if he knew that Rod was out
2: the door. Remember about Tom Dundon. He cares very little for anybody that is not a player. We saw what happened to Chuck Caton. We saw what happened to John Forrest. Forrest we saw nine. what happened to Dean Chenoweth, right? The yes. Former Ford defensive coach. Dundon doesn't care about anything other than results. And if this team falls flat on its face, if you think Tom Dunton is just going to just sit there and be like nostalgic, say, here's a contract for Rob Brendamore, I think a look, lot of people are going to be shocked.
1: Look, Tom Dundon may, I mean, that, that that may be true, but he's not stupid either. You don't make billions and billions by being stupid, and if Rod, if he lets Ron Brendamore go and does not bring him back for next season unless it, and it's on Tom's terms, like if Rod wants to come back and Tom says no, Mark my words, that will be the downfall of this organization. The fans will turn, the players will turn, the the media will turn. That will be the downfall of this organization, and it will take years
0: to correct that.
3: 11000 seated capacity.
0: I told, I told a friend of mine this the other day, and he said it wasn't a good comparison, but I wasn't trying to draw a proportional one-for-one comparison. Rod Brendamore at this point not coaching the Carolina and the Hurricanes would be like Nick Saban not coaching Alabama. He is that embedded in the organization at this point.
1: I mean, I just – I think it gets done before the end of the season. Uh, I think it gets done right after – right around the All-Star break, I think, um, before the trade deadline. That's my opinion. I think it's coming. Um, I could be wrong, Sam. You may be absolutely right. I don't know. Um, I'm not, but...
2: ar- And I'm not like arguing we need to fire or, like Rod or not sign Rod. I, my argument is Tom Dundon <laughs> hasn't shown a propensity to be nostalgic, right? Yeah, he, no, if I he, understand if he, that. If, he, if, if the results aren't there, you're out. He doesn't care. And if you don't matter or you don't – participate on the ice you're you know he doesn't care so if this team somehow does in fact miss the playoffs which i think is unlikely given the way they're playing but if the goaltending situation goes to hell in a handbasket again you know they could miss it again i think i don't know again we'll see what happens in that regard but i think if you miss the playoffs entirely i think all bets are off you never know what can happen and i think at that point that's a rightful it's right to have the conversation. Not saying you know, it's right to move on. You have to look at what's available. Is it better than what you have? All the same questions you ta- ask yourself in every situation.
0: If we yeah. were to miss miss the playoffs or have a really embarrassing first or second round exit, then I could see it happening. But I don't, I don't see that happening. I think whatever jitters the team had, they finally got them out early in the season. So I, I think regardless. I think you keep them.
1: I think regardless of the outcome of the season or the playoffs or whatever, I think he's your coach next year, and like I said, I think he's here as long as Jordan stalls on the roster. Um, I think that as far as Tom letting the media go, I think the media and the play-by-play and, you know, Tom, Tom looks at those as a dime a dozen, and, and honestly, they are. I mean, I can't yes, John, John Forslund was a staple in this organization for years. Uh, the, the The fans love John Forslund, but to be honest, is Mike Maniscalco that much different? Eh, He's pretty good. though. So. He He's is. gotten a lot better, too. He is, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like I get that. But we're talking about the head coach whose numbers in the rafters, who is Mr. Hurricane, whose statue should be out front of PNC Arena. I just don't. Just like, remember, Wayne Gretzky was a coach. He got his butt fired. What? Oh, but he was. Was he a coach, though?
2: He was a coach. He was oh, coached yeah. the Arizona Coyotes. I mean, yeah, but, he was a just, coach, he was, by the the coach. Just he because, just because you're Rod Brindamore doesn't mean you're immune. Immune to firing. If you can fire Wayne Gretzky, you can fire Rod Brindamore. So I, nobody yeah. in my mind is immune. I look. At, I'm trying to look at this the way Dunn would. If the results aren't there, there's a conversation. Not saying that you know you might look at the market of coaches out there and be like, no, no one here really is worth it. We'll give Rod. You know, maybe you do a one year extension, right? Maybe you don't lock yourself into five or three or whatever, right? So okay, we're gonna do you one at a time because the result wasn't there before. Let's see what we can do this next season. Right. It's just a matter of tundin taking a look at the market and saying that's, what's that's out fine. there.
1: That's fine to think that I just know and I and I feel very confident saying this. If that were to come to fruition and that were to happen, you'd lose you're gonna lose your Once. general manager too. You don't fire the coach without the GM. In this well, case, so if if you're, if
2: Don's out, right? Say you start with Don, and he's out, and I think mm-hmm. that's more likely than than Rod. I do. And yeah. Then, but you tell that general manager, hey, your ship, you get to make the call on the coach. Then at that point, I think all bets are off. I just we'll see. If Don's yeah. out, then at that point, it's like, well, <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen because it's a new general manager. And, but I'm, point, just saying, and I'm just
1: saying it's, I'm just saying it's going to be domino effect. It's going to be you know mm-hmm. your your free agents are going to leave. Um, you're you're not going to bring anybody worth bringing in um, unless there's you know depending on who the hire is but you know it's it's if you if you fire rod Brendemore, you are committing to a rebuild from the ground up in my opinion
2: if you fire rod and bring in say justin williams i think that's an easier thing to 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 swallow
0: In, in a way i see that too but it's also like if you fire brendamore jeff daniels is gone and tim gleason is probably gone too yeah. Jeff so, Daniels,
2: I'm not going to cry any tears over Jeff Daniels. Well, see, I was, see, speaking <laughs> of Justin
0: Williams, I was thinking if when the time comes, if Jeff Daniels needs to be replaced, Justin Williams might be a good option. I don't know if he has coaching aspirations, but we have to remember, Moore didn't want to be a coach either.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so, that's true. And also
2: he, just for the record, Rod's not fired. He just wouldn't be signed. It just right, yeah, right, 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 right. right, right. Not brought that's, back. that's important.
1: That's important yeah. to note. Yeah. Any, but, any last different... thoughts
2: on that? It's a different, Mm-mm. it's a different feel for being fired versus, you know, they talk and it's like, you know, what I think we're both in agreement. We're going to separate and know, move too. apart. So, mm-hmm. the whole the how I think is is important, right? Because if you true. if you move on from Waddell, which I think is possible if things don't turn out the way you want it to, then at that point, that general manager gets to make the decision of do I sign Robert no more or not.
0: Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah. I think Waddell's Sam. future is completely dependent on what happens on the at the trade deadline this year and then ultimately what happens in the playoffs afterwards. Agreed.
1: Sam, you had something? Oh, yes. One thing I'll say
4: about Brendamore, uh, Tom Dundon and the management team are so analytically driven, and mm-hmm. Brendamore has the stats to prove it because of his winning percentage, which yeah, to me just shows yeah. that I think – He's gonna be with him mostly, no matter what. I kind of agree with I, in the fact of that. If it's like an embarrassing playoff result, I can see it.
1: Other mm-hmm. than that, good point. All right, couple more, and then we'll get out of here, guys. Unless unless you guys are ready to roll now. Oh no, um, I'm
0: good. I ain't got nowhere to be
1: until seven o'clock tomorrow morning. And if and if you gotta <laughs> bow out, just bow out. I know AB had to roll,
0: so he's gone. Yeah, but, he posted a um, he posted something in the chat about Dylan Larkin getting cross-checked again. That guy's getting yeah. assaulted every time you turn around. Yeah, I saw that. I feel for that guy. He's a good occupant.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So the Carolina Hurricanes win the Metropolitan Division this season.
2: Is this a like it take it?
1: <laughs> yes, no. Take it, leave it, whatever you want to call it. I'm sending it back. No, for Sam. I'm gonna. I'll take it. Sam Wallace, you're you're taking it, huh?
4: All right. I'll take it mainly because um, the Rangers. I mean, even though they're still a pretty good team, I could see them falling back from their recent performances, not just against us. What
0: you got, Brandon? I'm going to leave it. I don't think they're going to win the division. I think they'll finish second. And I think that it's going to be like four points separating everybody from third to wild card two yeah. with the way the Eastern Conference <laughs> is. it's We're not going to know the playoff picture until the last week of the season. Yeah, it's whew, probable.
1: Well, I think they're going to win the division. Um, I hope you're right. I think that the Rangers are going to okay. fall off. I don't think there's a lot of depth there. Um, I think their goaltender and um a couple guys that are on heaters are keeping them up there. Plus, you know, there's <clears throat> new coach, kind of some some new motivation throughout the the uh lineup or whatever, but um Trocek is not going to continue playing like he's playing. I just know that from past experience. Yep. Um <laughs> and you know, Shisterkin has proven that he is beatable. Uh, Jonathan quick is not going to continue his, you know, the nights that he plays, he's been excellent so far too. But I, uh, I think the Rangers fall off. Um, and, 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 you know, I don't know if the Rangers can make another splash at the trade deadline like they did Patrick last Kane year. Patrick Kane
2: goes back to New York. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That'd be you funny. Think, look, look,
2: I saw, I've seen some things online that that have said uh, Patrick Kane's willing to to go to a Cup contender. So I'm like, okay, swear to God, if you go back to New York, I'm gonna lose it.
0: Because he just but trying to play my... for all the original six teams. Because he's uh-huh, got he's... three of them out of the way now. Dude kills me. Um, but yeah, I,
1: I just think the Rangers fall off, and I think you know, given that. The Canes have had such a rough season to this point, you know, up and down, up and down, and to be only five points behind the Rangers, yes, they have a couple games in hand, but um, but the Rangers have been at the top of their game all season. So, you know, if we can be mediocre and be five points behind them, if the Rangers fall off, we're going to jump them, in my opinion.
2: So, so I'll just say this one thing about the New York and I'll let it go. I guess I'll defend them, and I'm not really defending the Rangers. I'm defending their head coach. <laughs> Peter Laviolette, look at everywhere he's gone in their first season, that is their ceiling. So whatever the Rangers' ceiling is, he will achieve it this year. If that's a Stanley Cup, then they're going to mm. win the Cup this year. But That's fair. Peter Laviolette did it with us, did it with Philadelphia, got him to the Stanley Cup Finals, did the best he could with Washington's group. That wasn't much of anything there. Did a very good job in Nashville. Uh, Laviolette gets the most out of a lot of teams in that first season because after that, he doesn't change. If you want to talk about stubborn coaches, it's Peter Lafayette. So I can get fired from Carolina. First season, he's going to get the most out of a lot of out of that group, which is why they've been so good. It's I don't attribute it to the players at all. We know that group; they didn't get any better this off season. It's the head coach Peter Lafayette doing doing this thing.
1: I would argue too that I, I almost this is might be the year where I almost would rather finish second in the division. I don't know if I want to play a wild card team in the first round this year because whoever it is is going to be. Playing it out of their minds, come so they're going to have tonight. to to be above the cut
0: line when the time right. comes. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying.
2: The only benefit to being one is, I guess, the home ice home guaranteed. Ice. Yeah, and mm-hmm. at that point, I mean, if you look at the who you're playing, no matter what, you're stuck playing New York, the, the second round. So mm-hmm. it's whether or
1: not you got home ice advantage there. So yeah, I mean, there's good, you know, plus and plus positives and negatives, but whatever. I I don't know. I just this. The wild card teams are going to be on a heater at that point. So,
0: Yeah. All right.
1: Last one, and we will wrap this up. Um, Brett Pesci is a Carolina Hurricane next season. Nope. No. No. No, I don't think
0: so either. All right. No, he's, he's going to go get a fat payday somewhere else because we're, we're not going to get million. a we
2: We're not giving him $7 million. That no. Would be ridiculous. You I'd rather give him that money. Yeah. I yeah.
1: Okay. So. So here's a follow up to that. Then, so Brady Shea will be a Carolina yes. Hurricane next year.
0: Yes, yes, yes. I agree. Seven, I agree. seven by five, I would say. Maybe seven by six, which would be funny because that's the number he wears. So, <laughs> <laughs> but well earned no, right. too. Well earned. Well earned. Yeah. Paid. paid uh, for Shea. Shea's the best, like consistent two way defenseman on the team that you get a little bit of everything out of. I'm okay with giving him seven million. I I really am. Yeah, you get
2: your pain for offense and yes, as she doesn't provide. Shea does.
0: Yeah, and Shea, you use him in everything. Power play, penalty kill, five on five. Yeah, you, you use him for everything. And I've been because yelling
2: to throw Shea on the power play and to see him actually on he it. He did good on it thriving. last season he's too done well. when he was
0: there. And done, it's yeah. like, as much as I like Brett Pesci, I can safely say this, I have never seen such a soft shot in the National Hockey League in my entire life. The guy looks like he's shooting Chaka pucks He does a lot of things well, but he cannot shoot a puck to save his life. It, it, it's like he hits people with wiffle balls. its I just don't get it. I hear you. At least he's not All like right. Jay
4: Harrison that shoots at everything.
0: Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> that's a name I ain't heard in a long
2: time. Right, good. Don't forget Joe Corvo now. Oh no, Corvo.
0: See that's what how I know Tony D'Angelo is going to have a third tour with the Hurricanes at some point because Joe Corvo was on the team three times and he wore seventy seven, so it's oh, just, wanna, it's inevitable. If you want yeah. like
2: a comparison to a former Hurricane, it's it's D'Angelo and Corvo. There's
0: very you know what you're right. That's, oh, that, that makes sense. And I love Joe Corvo too. So Joe Corvo was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys.
1: Well, hey, this was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, we'll have to we'll have to do this again. I'm I, I'm good with doing this. Like quarterly if y'all want whatever yeah, we but we need to
2: do this and maybe do it live on
1: youtube sometime yes that's what i was thinking too i can i We're can actually, set that stuff up oh yeah that's right you can't yeah ab and, and i've actually been talking about transitioning the pod to um to live sessions and then we record them and then post them afterward kind of like adam gold does with the Kane's corner podcast now sam um, and i've
2: batted that idea around
1: yeah so i mean that may be something we we adjust to i don't know yet uh that's in the works but all right, boys. Well, it's been real. Um, I enjoyed it. Yes, yeah, very much fun. Brandon, let them know where they can find you.
0: I am on X and I am on YouTube at the Warning Take for both of those. All right, Sam and Sam, you can
4: where can first, they I can go first? Me? You can go first, Sam. Okay. Well, I mean, you can find me on my personal on Instagram and X, but you can find the Came
2: Report on both Instagram and X too. Yep, you can find me on Twitter uh, or X. uh, Only do that if you can handle politics, because I'll make half of you mad and half of you probably happy. So just tread lightly if you follow me.
0: I'm looking this up now. I I actually don't have either one of your personals, but I'm curious now. (laughs) Good luck. He and I have a little bit
2: different political. We're probably more on the same page this this round than, than we were last round. But, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It'll be you'll, yeah. you'll have some you'll have some fun if you
1: look me up on,
2: on uh Instagram and uh X.
1: All right, well yeah, so and then you can find us Kaniac Sessions uh on X, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you get your podcasts, at Caniac Sessions me uh on X at M underscore Griff Ten and A B at AB Caniac Session on X. All right, guys i think that's it so thanks to everybody out there guys we'll uh we'll do this again sometime all right thanks for hanging in there through that uh hope you enjoyed it i know i did i know ab did uh so uh we'll go ahead and get you out of here um if you have not already please subscribe um wherever you get your podcasts we're everywhere um Drop us a rating, drop us a review, let us know what you like, what you don't like, what we can do better. Be honest, Um, you know, communicate with us, interact with us on X, Instagram, Facebook at Caniac Sessions. You can find AB on X at AB Caniac Session, and you can find me on X at M underscore Griff 10. So thanks for listening. And I hope you guys have a good day. We will see you in session 25. Bye. Thanks for listening to Caniac Sessions. To
0: stay up to date on all Kane's news or to interact with Grim and A.B., please follow us on X, Instagram, or Facebook
1: at Caniac Sessions.
0: Let's go Kane. Let's go
1: Kane